if we're getting half of a percent contact rate, that means we need to make 200 dials to make one contact. Anybody that's followed along with the show for long enough and understands the telefunnel and is becoming a telefunnel hacker where you're starting to learn that telefunnel, then you know that you've got to do much better than one contact per 200 in order to get any kind of result. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. We took our notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies led Craig and I to selling more than $10 million in premium in the last two years. On this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the same results. Just go to live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. If you jump on this call with us, we're certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever it is in your little corner of the world, I want to say hello, fellow insurance dude, fellow insurance dudette, and welcome to the Insurance Dudes Playbook. We're talking insurance or uh, insurance internet leads. This is Craig Pretzinger. Want to dive into the second mistake we have got to avoid if we're going to get success, if we're going to get results with arguably the only way to create scale and consistency in the agency with internet leads, right? We're going to meet people where they're shopping. Why do people pay more for rent in the olden days at the mall? Well, because there's traffic, right? We're buying traffic. That's what we're doing with internet leads is we're inserting traffic into our agency. We could go spend time shaking hands, going to networking events. We could go drive around and meet every single loan officer. Lots of ways to drive traffic. And Many would argue that many other ways are better than internet leads. For me, I want to spend the least amount of time trying to drum up business as possible. I'm going to pay for that traffic. So we just buy the leads, right? And then focus on the other pieces. So number one, the first mistake we needed to avoid was not spending enough time on those leads. If you were paying attention, spoiler alert, I'm going to talk about the previous episode, but the first piece was time. We've got to spend enough time. We know that the sales cycle is going to be around 90 days. We're, of course, going to pick up some stragglers two years, three years, four years down the road, but that's that's not the bulk of it, right? And nor is the bulk going to come in the front end, like, we, it, like, we, like I talked about on the previous one. Now, let's look at step two or piece number two that we have to avoid in order to ensure that we get results from internet leads. And this is, we need to avoid buying the wrong type of lead. Now, I think that what happens is we hear and are affected a lot by what our peers do, right? So if our peers are negative, we're going to be negative. If our peers are buying raw data from Sales Genie, we're going to buy raw data from Sales Genie. So let me break down the four lead types. We've done it before, and yet people continue to ask. So it's really important that I, I bring this to you because it's very easy 
to fall into the trap of purchasing the wrong type. And if we remember the optimism, pessimism scale I was talking about the last time where we start off super optimistic, then we start to uh, not get results as quickly as possible. We start to get a little bit negative. This thing isn't working. It starts to chip away. We start to believe it. Even though we see everyone around us getting the results from it, we don't believe that it works for us. So we start making up the excuses, start to get pessimistic. We get to the bottom and now maybe we've pulled back some activity. We're not as focused on it. So of course it starts to fall apart. And what's interesting is it's falling apart right before it would have really knocked it out of the park, right? Tiger didn't start crushing it at golf until he was doing it over and over and over again. Yeah, he went on Letterman when he was a little kid and hit the ball and did all that, but he didn't get perfect until he was doing it over and over again and doing it right. Practice makes perfect if we're practicing perfectly. So let's practice the right type of lead. So there's four types, four, count them on your fingers. First kind is raw data. I mentioned that sales genie. Colex states, these, these kind of raw data sources. Now, what they do, these companies go out and they scrape the internet. They scrape the internet for data. They pull up uh, court records, DMV, whatever, wherever they can grab it. And they're going to provide that in a list. It's going to cost pennies per contact. And you're going to get about a penny's worth of results from that. We're looking at contact rates in our experience of under half a percent. So kind of like direct mail. Right. So this is what's important is a, it's going to fill up the pipeline with too many records and not enough contacts. Right. The second part is it is very discouraging because we're talking to very few people. So let's just do math, right? Math on it. If we're getting half of a percent contact rate, that means we need to make 200 dials to make one contact. Anybody that's followed along with the show for long enough and understands the telefunnel and is becoming a telefunnel hacker where you're starting to learn that telefunnel, then you know that you've got to do much better than one contact per 200 in order to get any kind of result. Because if we have one contact in 200, well, shoot, in order to get the 10 contacts we need to get one transfer, then we're talking about 2,000 dials. 2,000 leads, not even 2,000 dials, probably more dials. You're not going to get that half a percent contact potentially off the first dial. So what we're saving in money off of the lead by being frugal, we're going to end up paying for in time and in dials, right? It's kind of like your balance sheet. You can't put something on one side and not get it on the other. Same thing here. There is a relationship between the contact rate and the results. There's a relationship between the cost of the lead and the contact rate and, and all of the different pieces of the telefunnel. So if it takes us more dials as a result of that contact rate, it's going to be more expensive in the long run because we're going to have to pay more for labor, right? For dials. You can't just you can't just use a robot dialer. You have to have a human if you want to be legal and compliant. The second type of lead is age leads. Now, you're going to find a contact rate of 2 to 3%, maybe 4%, a couple issues here. Legally and compliance-wise, age leads are a little dangerous. You're playing with fire, which in conjunction with the other part of the other uh, negative thing about the uh, age leads, which is it's going to require a lot more dials, not as many as age data, 
but still quite a few because you're looking at a three to four percent contact rate, sometimes as low as two percent. So, so let's take that into consideration. It's riskier because those leads don't have a digital certificate. Okay, you may scrub the list, and that's all fine and dandy. But the problem with that is when you scrub the list, somebody still can report you. If they still report you, you still have to go through the the problems and you don't have a digital certificate. It's going to get a little bit gooey. You can prove that you scrubbed it, but why go there? And additionally, we got to make more dials. Well, if we have to make more dials on something, there's a greater likelihood that the people are going to get upset. And if they're upset and they haven't opted in and we don't have proof that they opted in, then we're going to have a problem. So I, I avoid them altogether. Uh, in the olden days, we loved aged leads back when there was other ways to dial where we could make more contacts more quickly. But now with the inability to text without permission, uh, some carriers, you can't even text unless you're going through a special system. So a lot of factors there where texting becomes gooey and we don't want to mess with it. The other part is how many dials we have to make. If we have to make more dials, we have a greater likelihood of running into some problems. Now, the third type of lead is a co-op lead. These are your dollar, $2 leads. They're going to be, they're called co-op because they're co-opted in. So um, as an example, maybe you filled out a form to get a new water heater and then they there's a little pop-up at a certain point. And within that pop-up, it will say auto quote, uh, an insurance for auto quote. It's not a very high intent lead, but it's a little bit less. You're going to have a lower contact rate probably around 5%. Definitely not going to get you up with those 10, 15, 20% first day numbers like you see with internet, with real-time internet leads. So let's get there. Save issues with these as well. Uh, they could have a digital cert- uh, certificate. You're going to want to ask, find out if you are going to go this route. Again, we discourage it. It just requires too many dials. You're going you're gonna to gum up that, uh, that telefunnel. So the third piece and the final piece is is real-time internet leads. So these are from the big lead vendors. Everybody knows them. Your ILBs, your Everquotes, your uh, Quote Wizards, all these companies. Really important to keep in mind that we want to watch that cutoff. We don't want to be paid more than seven bucks a lead. And uh, But this is, this is the way to go. This is what we've built. We've built millions of dollars. We've written millions of dollars. We've made hundreds of thousands of uh, dollars investment in these leads, and we've gotten results from them. You can expect a cost per sale. For these, under $200 is, is your benchmark within 45 to 90 days. So that is the key. And once we find, uh, if you're using multiple vendors, then you're going to find which vendor has that best cost per sale. If you get one that's low, sometimes I'll, I'll be trying out a new vendor. We get under $100 cost per sale. I will pour gas. Eventually, that data will run, run dry. They may change the whatever data source is coming into it, but also very important. So those are your four lead types. We need to avoid using lead types one, two, and three, which is the real time or um, not the real time. That's what we are going to use. The leads that we're going to avoid are co-op. Hey, what are you still doing here? Well, while you're still here and while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. Yeah, if you weren't listening before, we took notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies did help Craig and I write over 10 million in premium in the last couple of years. And let me tell you, on this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the very same results. 
Again, that's live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. And if you jump on with us, we are certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there.